right now on VFN TV. We're going to continue with 12 days of Christmas and think about it, being a brand new Christian in Iran, Christmas in Iran. What is it going to be like? We're going to look behind the Iran curtain and perfect theology. Jesus Christ, Todd White, what are they talking about right now on VFN TV? Welcome to VFN TV and the daily VFN radio program where we're keeping the conversation light. That's L-I-G-H-T, light. I say it is time for us to come together as one united people. It's a movement comprised of Americans from all races, religions, backgrounds, and beliefs who want and expect our government to serve the people and serve the people it will. The forgotten men and women of our country will be forgotten no longer. President-elect Trump, my friend, congratulations on being elected President of the United States of America. You are a great friend of Israel. Israel is grateful for the broad support it enjoys among the American people. And I'm confident that the two of us, working closely together, will bring the great alliance between our two countries to even greater heights. I had a chance to talk to President-elect Trump last night to congratulate him on winning the election. And I had a chance to invite him to come to the White House. Everybody is sad when their side loses an election. We're not Democrats first, we're not Republicans first, we are Americans first. So I have instructed my team and worked as hard as we can to make sure that this is a successful transition for the president-elect. I congratulated Donald Trump and offered to work with him on behalf of our country. Donald Trump is going to be our president. We owe him an open mind and the chance to lead. Our constitutional democracy enshrines the peaceful transfer of power. That when his hand comes off the Bible, when he's sworn in as president, we are hitting the ground running. Do you feel optimistic about America right now? A, a divided America? A hundred percent. Why? It is the, I mean, this is a fantastic country. There's never been anything like it. This system will produce more and more stuff and better and better stuff. If President-elect Trump believes that he should be talking about what black Americans have to gain, let's, let's give him a shot, let's give him the benefit of the doubt, see if we can find common ground, and uh, I think that's the best interest of African Americans. And I think the church has got to wake up and realize this, that the culture is being changed by persons who are dedicated to uh, redefining the, uh, uh, the First Amendment freedom of religion as freedom of worship. You can keep your views within the four walls of your sanctuary, but do not bring them out into the public square. And that is straight on the issue that we're facing in this culture. Those of us that come together, it's just like Psalm 133 says, there's a mighty, mighty anointing when the unity of the Spirit is present among the brothers. And we cannot do this apart from one another. I mean, this is our greatest hope. And while we're active in the processes, We've got to understand that the greatest need in America is the next great awakening. We've got to become involved in activism. we got to get off the bench, man. Maybe we need a new vocabulary for speaking to the American people and the body of Christ that is neither left nor right, but uniquely biblical and American. 
we as a body of Christ have bought into the left-right paradigm, and we automatically lop off half the population when we talk that way, because it breaks my heart that members of the body of Christ seem to find, in many instances, their primary identity in their race, in their skin color. I think it is one of the tragedies of our nation, one of the shameful tragedies, that 11 o'clock on Sunday morning is one of the most segregated hours, if not the most segregated hours in Christian America, if not the most segregated hours in Christian America. Nobody can fix America but the church. I believe that God is looking to raise up Martin Luther King Jr.'s with his mantle to heal the racial problem, but they're not going to just be black people. I believe in this generation they're going to be whites, they're going to be Hispanics, that God puts his hands on, and because they're Christians, they're going to live, that they see Christianity as their primary identifier. There is an uprising coming. There is an uprising coming. Do not hold your peace from this day forward for the next five months you will hear peace peace but there is no peace the lord says the sword of heaven is coming to liberate the ground now you got races blaming each other you got police blaming the people the people blaming the police you got parents blaming children children blaming parents when are we going to seek his face? When are we going to turn? The Lord said there's coming a great international harvest of souls through the internet and online. He said that the internet will light up as the Holy Spirit accelerates his mighty wonders. He also said that the net and lines will bring tremendous and miraculous provision to the body of Christ because time is of the essence and the waters are abundant for harvest. Jezebel will not leave on her own accord, but I, the Lord, will cause her to fall from her tower of power. Even as of late, you have wondered if anything could unseat her from her evil purposes. Her victims are many. She has come to her final chapter. I, the Lord, will not tolerate her subversive activities any longer. Deliverance has finally come. With your host, Greg. Lancaster. Welcome to VFN TV. I'm your host, Greg Lancaster, and joining me just a moment is Steve Kalaszewski. Well, we're continuing on with our 12 days of Christmas. We love always working our way up to, to the December 25th to celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And so, so we're going to have some moments and some transitions and things happen in today's program, program to help us keep our attention on the, the, the reason for the season. We're just getting so excited during this time. we got a nice surprise to you, for you, too, that the interns worked on. Hopefully we'll fix it up, put a little snow on it, show it to you for uh, the 12 days are up. But first we want to take a look at, and remember, because today we're going to be talking about, you know, what is it like to have Christmas in Iran as a new Christian? Well, think about this. We're hearing about revival taking place in Iran, but we never get a chance to peek behind the curtain and see what's taking place. Well, today that's going to happen on the program. But first, let's just remember, take a moment to think about your good thoughts about Christmas. Take a look. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Make the old time gay. Like this? 
want to wish you a very Merry Christmas and just help you to begin to think about the awesome moments that you can have with friends and family and your fellowship this Christmas. I mean, this is what it's all about, remembering the awesome things that the shepherds heard when Jesus was born. Peace on earth, goodwill to all men, for unto us a child is born, that the kingdom, his government will be on his shoulders, and peace will be forever, never ending. That's awesome, what an awesome, awesome thing. So no matter what the kings of the earth are doing, our King lives, King Jesus, amen. Well look, Iran, it's, you know, all the oppression that's taking place of uh, the, you know, Islam and the um, you know, Mahis and all the things that are happening inside of Iran that you're seeing in the Green Party and our president for some reason, former president, our President Barack Obama was working to give them potentially the ability to be able to um, make nuclear weapons eventually, uh, allegedly, and also exchanging billions of dollars of cash, untraceable cash, giving it to them. It seems like, you know, people get in trouble for being happy in Iran. If you remember our earlier program, that we had a program where some young 20, 20 teenagers and some, some, some 20 year olds just got this song called Happy and they're just doing this little dance in this video. They got threatened with uh, lashes, like 40 lashes, just for being happy. So they had to have a court ruling, a Sharia court ruling that says, it's okay for them to be happy. I mean, this is what's going on. So you think that'd be the last environment that the church would thrive and grow, but that's not true. Actually, it's probably the most fastest growing area of the church in the world, some of the reports are. But let's take a look right now. They, God is moving mightily, and He's speaking to them in dreams. Let's take a look. Well, revival is underway in one of the most unlikely places on earth, the Islamic Republic of Iran. Christians there are risking their safety and even their lives to worship Jesus. And as Chris Mitchell reports, many have fled to Turkey to escape persecution. When someone gets baptized in this house church, people clap and cheer like fans at a World Cup match. While they've suffered persecution and often fled for their lives, they still possess an infectious and joyous faith like Rizal. Growing up, I really want to say I grew up with Jesus Christ because all the time his name was in my mind. And the next moment I started liking Christianity. It was really sweet to me. The feeling, the stories, everything. So by the time I was 15, I believed in him and I said, I want to be a Christian. Many Iranian Christians have fled Iran and come here to Turkey, where they can seek refugee status with the United Nations. Some say it's just like coming out of the darkness. Totally different from here. I can privilege God's word to other guys. I can, I can freely praise the Lord. I can go easily go to church. It's really completely different. Afshin attended the church led by American pastor Saeed Abedini, who was imprisoned in Iran for his Christian faith. After Abedini's arrest, the church disbanded. Later, Afshin found himself on the run. As a result, I, I came out of Iran uh, because day by day the situation had been more difficult and it was a risky for me also. I had to even change our home because I, I was sure that one day they will realize our home as an underground, uh, as, a, as a house church. They will recognize it. Uh, the intelligence service will uh, recognize it. 
Others fled for their lives, like Reza and Razal, his sister. So it was a really hard situation for me to go there. I couldn't even pray God with all my heart because I know all trouble was there. Even if I say, Jesus Christ, they may kill me. It become problem for my job. And uh, my health, my, like uh, they try to kill me also. Then I start to run away. Despite the constant threat, danger and risk, these believers keep the faith. Now they find a church home and family. Their pastor leads house churches in Iran, as well as the U.S., Canada, Germany and Malaysia, all via Skype. The main church is my house, and through the internet, I connect to everybody. That's why it's become like an internet church. He says a great revival is underway within the Islamic Republic of Iran. Right now you can see the results of the Holy Spirit. From 1994, there were about 100,000 believers. Right now, there are 3 million. You can see what the Holy Spirit is doing with the people. Many became Christians through a dream or vision. I had a dream long time back. I mean, every time that Jesus was with me. And uh, in all of my life, he was helping me. And I didn't know who is this person. Suddenly, Jesus Christ was over there. And he said, uh, come to me. Then I come to that side. And he accepted me. Despite all the hardship and being forced from their homeland, these believers exude joy. Many hope to one day achieve refugee status and immigrate to other countries. In the meantime, they want believers in the West to pray for the church in Iran. And I'm just begging really from the other believers, from the other sisters and brothers from all over the world to pray for Iran, to all the people of Iran, uh, to be familiar with God, with Jesus Christ. Chris Mitchell, CBN News, Central Turkey. That's so exciting to see Arabs getting saved, having a vision of Jesus. Jesus is coming to them in their sleep. As a matter of fact, when we get back from this break, we're going to go peek behind the Iran curtain and begin to look at someone who had a, a literally, when he got in a car accident, he was out of his body looking back at his body and he saw all these dark images coming towards him, but all of a sudden one came that was the light and shifted. As a matter of fact, it's exciting. I'm not going to tell you anymore. Join us out for the break. Conversation Light. Follow us online at VFNTV.com. We'll be right back. Did you know that Jesus himself said, apart from abiding in him, that we can accomplish nothing? So many people want to be able to do that, but you know what? They don't have a plan to do it. We put together a simple plan for you, and it's at iabide.org. It's iabide.org. Go there and request your plan today. It is amazing how your life will change when you begin to spend time with Him who created the universe. He's been desiring that you would do that. It's at iabide.org. Request your simple plan today. I want to thank you so much for joining us here on VFN TV and the Daily Radio program. Every single day, we are on the air talking to the world and encouraging you by bringing the light, keeping the conversation light. And we also talk to you in many different ways as well. One way is at the VFN Torch. If you go to vfntv.com and click on the torch, our program 
that we have for years now with all these pertinent topics of the day plus things that you need to know is right there for you where you can go back and, and educate yourself on a particular matter. You can share things with a friend. You can listen to us and, and in addition in SoundCloud as well, you can share things audibly with other, other listeners out there and other viewers and friends. There's just so much available to you at VFNTV.com. In addition, think about this. It's, we come to you in the air, broadcasting in the air, in your pocket, which is on mobile devices and online. We're all over the world and we want to be able to bring encouragement to you. And we do that one way with our app. You can go to uh, your app, Apple App Store, you can go to Google Play Store and, or your Windows Store and, and get your app and download it. The, the app is called VFNTV. Of course, you go to VFNTV.com. We have our little uh, area there that you can pick which app you want to be able to download. It's just so exciting to know that no matter where you are, we want to be able to encourage you. I don't know if you knew about this, but also you can sign up for our Torch newsletter. We have a gift for you for doing that. You just go to VFNTV.com in the upper right-hand corner and fill out that little information and immediately a free gift will come to you. One of them is prudent preparation. Hopefully it's going to come to you and teach you how to probably prepare for the day, uh, what's happening in our culture today and how to think outside the box. And this is something we want to be able to give to you, plus some other gifts as well. And I also want to make sure that you have a chance to be able to become a VFN TV partner. We have a whole partners area just to say thank you. It's a it's special area, special events, green room, things we have available just to give our partners, just to be able to say thank you. Imagine anytime you can log into the partners area. Why? Because you partnered for any dollar figure at all to be able to, to, to just say thank you. Things you can share with your friends as well. Also, we have VFN Kingdom Business Partners, a whole nother area to be able to focus on the seven spheres of culture. Just very encouraging. And finally, I want to encourage you, maybe your business, maybe you want to become a business sponsor. Um, those are the ones that are standing with us, that want to keep the conversation light, that want to impact their community, but also want to be able to share their business, their service, what they provide for their community. You can do that by going to VFNTV.com. Thank you so much and thanks for watching. Welcome, welcome back. Merry Christmas. We like to celebrate Christmas for 12 days. And since Christmas is on Sunday, we started a little bit oh, early yes. this year. Want to be able to talk about it. If you, if you love the music that we've just been playing this program and the All 12 Days of Christmas, we want to encourage you to get New Song's brand new album. It's called The Best Christmas Ever. You can get it at vfntv.com on the very front page. We have access and all the details for you right there. Well, isn't that amazing when you're looking at what... Mm -hmm. You know, God is doing in Iran because as Americans, we think, well, if the air conditioner's not right, and if my money's it. not right, and if my weight's not right, mm -hmm. and if my vision's not right, and if the preacher's not right, and all these different things that got mm -hmm. excuses of why we can't move in God. But look what's taking place in Iran. I think that's a powerful reminder when you look at one of the things that the girl said it was, even if I say Jesus Christ, they may kill me. They may kill her. And it's just like we take for granted the very reality that we can walk publicly with a mm -hmm. Bible and talk to other people about who Jesus is in our life. And it's just like this is a huge blessing, and we have to recognize that everyone in the world doesn't have those same freedoms. Right. And, and, the, and two is the very fact that God may want to send you to Iran to be able to tell others about yeah about Jesus and it's, it's, a, or the, it's the same kingdom no matter where we're at and it's just exciting to see people in love with Jesus 
you know, Jesus laid down his life for us, and he requires the same of us that we lay down our life unless we pick up our cross and follow him and deny ourselves. He said we can have no part of him. And just to see our brothers and sisters so in love with Jesus, and they've seen everything else. They've seen the Ayatollah and all the, the Islam has to offer in Iran. They, they've seen the oppressive government getting potentially beat with a whip and a wire uh, on their backs because of Sharia law. But in that soft area, they lay, they hold them down, they read the, the Quran and the Sharia law as they're whipping their back in front of the community. And it's just like, my goodness, you know, what are we doing with the freedom that we have right now? Because yeah. the expectations would be the same. Mm -hmm. They would be the same. But it's like, are we wasting this freedom? And that really challenges me, and that's why we're, we're here, and thank you for all of our partners that, that partner with us as VFN TV partners and VFN KB partners, because that's us, we're doing something. We're letting their story go out around the world. But let's take a peek behind the Iran curtain, because we saw a little brief story, but now we're gonna go right specifically what happened to this man when he was in a car accident. He was, you know, Arab, he was, he was Iranian, he was a Muslim, but he got in a car accident, and that car accident, you listen to him, because you're gonna have to watch, read some of the subtitles there because of his, his accent, but you're gonna see that he immediately came out of his body, his spirit came out of his body, and he was confronted with eternity. And immediately, no matter what, what the enemy tells folks, you got a decision to make. You know, it's pointing once to die and then the judgment. You know, if you don't make a decision for Christ, it's not gonna be good. And instantly, he knew that, but he met Jesus Christ. It's a powerful, powerful testimony, and it ends with their gathering together. He got saved, he's led his family to the Lord, and now they're all together fixing to be baptized in Iran in a house and a bathtub. It's awesome, take a look. I'm together with my friend here, and you just got baptized, and uh, seven order of your friends and family have got, just got baptized to Jesus Christ. And I want you to tell the story how you got saved, how God came, because this is so amazing. Can you tell that? İlk iman eden sensin değil mi? O zaman bu nasıl oldu? Nasıl bir hikayede anlatırsan seviniriz. Ben ilk önceden Müslüman idim. So before I was a Muslim. Ben İsa'yı peygamber için inanıyordum. Yani. I just believed Jesus was a prophet. Ee, bir zaman e, ben 25 yaşındaydım, bir kaza yaptım arabayla. Uh, I, had, I had an accident, a car accident when I was 25. Ee, ondan sonra şu kazaya ben e, şey oldum, e, nasıl diyeyim, e, bir rüya gördüm. E, rüyanın içinde ben e, siyah şeyleri görüyordum. So I in the accident I passed out and I and so I saw like a dream and uh, in the dream I saw something black. eşik şeyleri görüyordum. And I also saw things that were light. I saw something light and white, bright. Bilmiyorum ne kadar zaman sürdü ama kendimi birkaç zamandan sonra ben kendimi bir gördüm. Hem kendimi havada hissediyordum. So I don't know how long it lasted, but at some point I felt like I was watching myself from outside my body. Hem de kendimi arabanın içinde görüyordum ki bir yaşa var oradan gaza yapmış. And so I mean I saw myself in the car and saw that I had had an accident, but I was watching myself from outside of myself. Ondan sonra o siyah şeyleri geliyordu. Ben çok korkuyordum. Bir 
bir halet mesela bir şekil bana çok stres falan yapıyordu bana çok korkuyordum. So I thought there were these there were many black things and they were just they were coming and they were coming at me and I just felt myself stressed and I was afraid. Ondan sonra eşik şeyleri geliyordu kendimi rahat hissediyordum ve kendimi Tek bir şey mi? Birkaç şey mi? Yok, tek bir, tek şey. bir şey. And then there was just one bright shining one and that one was coming. And when that light was coming then I felt uh, comfortable, I felt safe. O kadar o eşik şeyleri seviyordum ki hiç istemiyordum. Onun, e, onun yanında mesela o zaman bitsin yani. So I wanted to just be with the bright shining one. I wanted that time to, to end and <gülüyor> just to be with the bright one. Ondan sonra kendime bir baktım, abimi gördüm, ağlıyor, beni çağırıyor. Ben de o bir ses duydum, oradan o ses bana hayat yine verdi. Yani beni yine bu hayatımdan gönderdi, gönderdi ve ben gözlerimi açıldım, abime söyledim, bana bir şey yok. Okay, and then I I was still watching myself and I saw my brother, he was next to me, he was crying and he was calling to me. Uh, and then I was when it was when the bright shining one came. That was when I was able to hear that my brother was crying for me. And a short time after that, all of a sudden I was in my body again, and my eyes were opened. And my brother said, "We're going to the hospital. It's going to be okay." Ondan sonra ben dedim bu ses neymiş bilmiyordum yani anlamadım ki bu ses İsa'nın sesiymiş. O zaman İsa'yı peygamber gibi biliyordum. Ondan sonra ben e, kitap encili okudum e, ve o İsa'nın filmini gördüm. İsa'nın sesini nasıl olduğunu anladım. İsa'nın sesini ben böyle hissediyorum ki bir ses duydum. Yani okay. o normal gibi demiyor. Nasıl söyleyeyim yani so I, normal I heard, gibi bir ses değildi yani bir I şekil. Ben öyle hissediyordum. Seeing the bright, the, the bright one, I heard, I heard a voice, and I didn't understand what that voice was or who that was. O sesi ben e, o zaman bilmiyordum İsa mesela. I didn't know that that, ben, that voice was Jesus. Bana hayat vermiş ama ondan sonra. I didn't know it was Jesus who had given me life, but after that. Okudum, e, um, I got a hold İsa'yı, of a Bible. İsa'nın e, hayatını seyrettim. And e, I wa- and I got a, fo- a hold of a Jesus film. For 27 years, I, I mean, I would call out to Allah, but I felt like he was never speaking to me. He didn't hear me. There was no, there was no communication. But when I asked, when I spoke to Jesus, right away, answers would come. Ondan sonra ben çok rüyaları görüyordum ki İsa kendini... So after that, I saw a lot of dreams. O kendini bana gösteriyordu. Ben inanım daha inanıyordum. Yani. And so Jesus would show himself in my dreams, and so I would understand more, and I would believe more. O kendini bana gösterdi ki dünyada geldi, ne çekti, insanlar ne yaptılar ona. Ondan sonra. In my dream, he showed me what happened to Jesus when he was on earth. E, nesil e, şeyin şeye gitti. Yani nesil söyleyeyim çok zor olur bana. Evet, nesil kıyam yaptı yani, nesil Father şeyden gitti yani. So I even saw in my dreams God even showed me the resurrection and how He went to His Father. It was just all of the things in yani kutsal kitapta olan şeyler. Rumersin. So I saw the things that were in Scripture, but in my dreams. Ve çok rüyalar gördüm. So I saw many dreams. Evet, aynen bir şey gibi, öğretmen gibi bana 
öğreniyordu. Mesela so it was it was like a, it was like a teacher in my dreams teaching me uh, about Jesus şey, and his life. Her şey bana garip geliyordu. Hemen rüyamdan bana konuşuyordu ve o, o garip bir şey kafamda var idi. O geçiyordu yani. Hemen bana so whenever I had something that was really confusing or strange to me and I didn't understand in my dream, um, God would through Jesus show me something and I would understand. Ben inandım ve o şey so I became a believer of Jesus. Kendim hissediyordum. And I felt like I was myself. Ailemden konuştum, abimden konuştum. And I talked to my family, to my brother. Ve ben eskiden bir şeyler şey yapıyordum. Mesela içki içiyordum veya. He said I used to, and I explained to my family. I said I used to drink alcohol. Veya ciğere içiyordum mesela marijuana falan içiyordum so even, ama ben o zaman ki İsa'yı tanıdım her şeyden kurtardı beni yani hiçbir şeyden vücudum istemiyordu ondan sonra kendime free kendime rahat görüyordum bu I just e, felt, I felt free and comfortable şu uh, in, in, boys beni gördü, ailem beni gördüler. Ben çok fark ettim yani eski uh, gibi değilim. So my brother had seen me, my family had seen me. I just I was different. I was not what I had been before. Onlar kendiler soruyordular mesela yaşar ne oldu? Niye bu kadar değişti? And so they were even asking among themselves. They said to one another, I mean, what what has changed so much in Yashar? Why is he why is he like this? Ondan sonra abime kilisaya götürdüm. Orada dua ettiler. So I took my brother to church and they prayed for him. O da kurtar ruhu. Kutsal ruhunu hissetti. And so the same way like me he felt the Holy Spirit. O da inandı. And he believed. İnandık ki biz biz insanlar günah yaptık. And he believed that And he believed too that there was only one kurtardı. man that could save us, and that was Jesus, because he didn't sin. And slowly, our whole family looked at us, my brother and I, and they slowly began to believe as well, and they came to church as well. And so today, we came here, we're eight people, we came here to get baptized. Ben bugün için üç sene bekliyordum. Sadece bugün için çok şaşırıyorum. I'm so surprised. Çok seviyorum. Bugün I'm, I'm, I'm very happy to be so pleased. En büyük bir bereket Allah bana verdi. Onun için çok like şaşırıyorum ve ona çok teşekkür ederim. And I thank I thank him so much. Yani inandım yani. And said that I mean I believed. Yani So he had also found the Jesus film he'd found in his car. Yani ben bir şey söyleyeceğim. Her insan bir zamanı var. Ben böyle. And I want to say this too. He's like I think everybody has a, a time. There's a time for them. O, o zaman gelse o insan her şeyi anlıyor. Yani. And when that time comes, that person will understand. Ben ben ben e, 
Tanrım ne istiyorum ki bir zaman gelse ki hep insanlar bütün insanlar e, kurtarsınlar ve yeah, şu... so my desire I just want I want everybody to have that time for God to come and for everybody to recognize. Va aynen İsa gibi hayat devam olsa yani aynen onun gibi hayat olsa. <gülüyor> and yani. everybody let everybody live like Jesus. Yani şeriat bize kurtarmıyor yani. Because um, şeriat he's he say he means the Sharia law I mean law it just does not it does not save us it cannot save us. God bless you and the whole family. Yes. When do we need to bury this body? As soon as something new has started inside. So, and when something new has started, we bury is really powerful. So we are baptized with Jesus, but as God raised him up, we are going to get raised up to a new life. Are you ready on your own faith to get baptized to Jesus Christ? Yeah, I'm ready. I know you're ready. <laughs> on your own faith, I baptize you to Jesus Christ. T, totally awesome. Just think about that. I mean, God is preaching his own message mm. because you think, to me, I'm convicted of going like, we should be there speaking to them about yeah. Jesus. You know, Jesus is having to preach his own gospel because, you know, who's going for him, you know? And I just want to encourage you that, I mean, you're, there's nothing more exciting than to see someone who loves Jesus, yeah. who knows Jesus, who understands the price, the true price for everyone. It's not just for Iranian uh, Christians, it's for all of us. When we, when you give your life to the Lord, and you you follow what he says i mean persecution happens mm -hmm. it can happen from your own family it can happen from your own community your own nation and he said this he said very specifically he says when i had questions he said god would come to him in his dreams and he would begin to explain things to him he he taught the gospel his own gospel to him in his dreams and, and i think too the other thing to think about is you know it's a point in wants to die i mean think about it when you finish watching this television program today this could be your last moment he didn't know he was going to be in a, a, a car accident that day. He didn't know. But God is so loving and so kind and so merciful that when his life weighed in the balance and his spirit could have went on to eternity, it was almost like it would put on brakes. Mm. And all the devils in hell were coming after his spirit. And he's watching it take place. But in the middle of all that, the love of God showed up and said, you know, he had opportunity to be drawn to the light. And he went to Jesus. He didn't really know who he was at the time but he felt better with Jesus. And he came back into his body, his spirit did, when his brother's praying for him. And what happens? The entire family ends up giving their life to Jesus Christ. I mean, that is exciting, that is good news. And being baptized, here they're in a house, recording that, and very seldom we get a chance to look behind the iron, Iran curtain, mm -hmm. and see what's going on. And now it just, just challenges you, does it challenge you? Absolutely. You know, and, and I think about it because so often we think, you know, they're over there or we're over here or, you know, they're in a, and it's just like God called out to Isaiah and he says, who will I send? Who will I send? And Isaiah responds and says, God, send me. I'll go. And it's just yeah. like God could be speaking to you right now just saying, I'm looking to send someone to any nation in the world. Mm -hmm. And it's just like God can do it. And it's just he's looking for someone to just say, there are people that don't know you and I want them to know you. It's yeah. Just, and there's one thing, he, one thing he said before, he said that I thought was pretty important too. He said, woe is me, I'm a man of unclean lips. Yeah. 
And so often we don't think, well, how can God use me? You know, how can, I mean, look at me, I'm a man of unclean lips, I, I need forgiveness, I need God's grace, I got these thorns in my life, this type of thing. And God's going, that's why I'll use, my grace is sufficient. That's but he right. did, he said, before he said, you know, here I am, send me, you know, he just said, woe is me, because I'm a man of unclean lips. God will cleanse you, he will restore you, he'll bring you to a place and send you to the mission field. And we're looking for those who are ready to join the movement, the kingdom movement. We're not talking about going to church. We're talking about advancing the kingdom of God. And we're doing that at the VFN Dream Center at vinefellowshipnetwork.org. We have Emmaus Road for those who really want to call, are called by God to be his disciple and launched into your destiny. The only thing that is holding you back, that will hold you back, is your own personal choices. And it's like, how can we not go to him or her and say, listen, you want Jesus? I know Jesus. I can tell you about him. And it's an exciting thing, but you can find out more about that at vinefellowshipnetwork.org. Well, you know, we have this wonderful offer for you. We come back from the break. We're going to begin to look at how, listen to Todd White and, and understand how Jesus is perfect theology. If you're wondering what the will of God is, the will of God is Jesus Christ. I mean, think about everything. Oh, I'll tell you more about it after the break, but first this offer. Know this, that not only when you partner with us, that we'll have this offer for you, but know this, we have the green room for you. The green room is special uh, treats and things that we uh, just give just for you, for our partners. We also have specials available for you mm -hmm. that's there, and we have like many, many teachings, prophetic teachings to encourage you. We've got so many things to say thank you for you standing with us to make a difference in this world. Here's an offer for you. Did you know it's our partners that help keep us on the air? We have a gift for you, for your partnership of any amount. It's offered 2020. It's entitled The Extra Mile. It's not conditional. There is something about the American culture that no one wants to be told what to do. Yet, we're told in Romans 12 too that we're not to conform to this culture that we live in. What does that mean? It means that when Jesus tells us a soldier to ask us to carry his bag a mile, we're supposed to not only go a mile, but go two miles. We'll find out how to deal in, with the contradictions of this culture and understand a culture that says, I will carry your gear if you do this. I will do this if, when the reality is, God's not concerned about this world or this kingdom because we have a kingdom that's not of this world. You'll be greatly encouraged when you find out there's another kingdom that we're living for. And we have that for you. It's of any amount so whatsoever. We have an offer for you. It's offer 2020. The title of it is The Extra Mile. Really, it's not conditional. You can partner by going to vfntv.com and click on Partner Now. Or you can mail us at VFNTV, 40 West Nine Mile Road, number 2, PMB 360, Pensacola, Florida, 32534. Or you can even call us at 844-408-3688. That's offer 2020. Jesus told us to go the extra mile. It is not conditional. Thank you. God bless. On behalf of All About Sewing in Mobile, Alabama, we'd like to wish you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Light. Follow us online at VFNTV.com. We'll be right back. 
$50 iGuy here with some iTastic news. Now two locations to better serve you, so when buying your next pair of eyeglasses, come see my dad, the $50 iGuy. $50 iGuy. Can teachers lawfully promote a particular religion in public school? This is Law and Justice with Jay Sekulow. You know, I'm uh, concerned about the uh, powers that be when they say that we can't t talk about Jesus in the schools. How come the Constitution uses the expression in the year of our Lord and we're denied that ability? Teachers themselves should be able to uh, promote Jesus in the schools because of the Constitution. You know, this, the Supreme Court has drawn a distinction between the kind of what we would call state action, which is the teacher speaking versus the students. The students clearly have the right to have Bible studies, prayer meetings, uh, share their faith, evangelize the events like see you at the poll. That can take place without any constitutional problem. The difficulty is for teachers. The teacher is deemed under existing Supreme Court law to be the actor of the state. They cannot evangelize or what they call proselytize their faith without running afoul of the Constitution. Stand with us and join the American Center for Law and Justice at ACLJ.org. That's ACLJ.org. James from Columbus, Ohio, uh, he's a speaker and life coach, has asked for me to talk on the subject worthy. Hi, my name is John Maxwell. Welcome to Minute with Maxwell. I think all of us want to feel worthy, but I think a lot of times we don't. So let me just say in my own life, what it means is very simple. When I feel worthy, it's not because I've been given a title or position or that I deserve something. I feel worthy because I've earned something. Uh, I've done my best. I've given it my greatest shot. I've given tremendous effort. And it has been recognized, and because of that, perhaps I've been rewarded. But I've been rewarded because I have done my best. So when somebody says, do you feel worthy? I think they're really asking, have you put forth the effort? Have you intentionally given it your best shot so that you can with integrity say yes? I feel worthy because I have done my very best. But I want to encourage you, if you're not presently connected to a, a church family, if there's not a, a church family that you're connected to that knows you by your name, that loves you, that, pr is, that prays for you, that you pray for, you know, he, he's the, Paul's writing to the church of Ephesus and, Ephesus, and he says, every joint supplies. And think about it. You're disjointed. You are yeah. disjointed. You're out of joint. You're not into the body because there's only one body. There's only one church. Jesus is the head of it. And, and, you know, maybe that, you know, you've had a little struggle with wherever you were and you didn't fit and you were disjointed in that, but you know, find a family to relate to, find a church family to relate to and not only show up because, because you want to be supplied, but show up and become an abide, have an abiding relationship with God and be a supplier, hmm. you know, be a source you know, for others as well. And it's like every joint supplies. So I want to encourage you. There's a lot of things. There's a big shifting taking place in the body today. And God's bringing people to himself. And, and you know, basically people that are have been inside something are heading out. And people that have been outside something are headed in. And the truth is you need to go where God is is calling you. And that's where you go. You go, you stay, you relate, you know, you uh, function. And, and realize this is pleasing to God. This is pleasing to God. Ne'er one of us is all the parts or all the pieces. We need each other. We read the story of Jesus. Christmas times here. Can you? Welcome back to VFN TV with 
your host, Greg Lancaster. Well, Merry Christmas to you. It's 12 Days of Christmas. If you're loving that music, that we're loving that music, that's a brand new release album from New Song. It's called The Best Christmas Ever. And you can find out all the details on the front of our website at vfntv.com. Well, you know, Jesus is truly perfect theology. So often we try to confuse things and make it more mm-hmm. complicated and men create traditions and you got to lean this way and say that and eat this and don't eat that or whatever. But you can look at Jesus and, and understand his life. As a matter of listen to Todd White as he begins to talk specifically about this. I would tell you this, Jesus is the will of God. Anything you see in the life of Jesus is exactly what God would do and exactly what God would say. Because Jesus never did anything apart from the Father showing him to do it. And he never said anything apart from the Father that told him what to say. So when Jesus approached the multitudes, there are times in the Bible where Jesus, everywhere, he preached, he taught, he healed. He preached, he taught, he healed. He preached, he taught, he healed. He didn't ever leave, he didn't ever leave a place without that very reality. That's so exciting. He preached, he taught, he healed. He preached, he taught, he healed. And Jesus said, you know, when you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Mm-hmm. If you want to know what the will of God is, we can look at Jesus' life because he didn't do nothing or say nothing unless he saw the Father do it or hear the Father say it. And it's like, but we're going like, what does Jesus really, what does he want? He wants us to do what he did. And not only that, he even says greater things than these. So you think about it, you know, like Todd is saying, Jesus is the will of God. You know, so often people are saying, I'm just trying to find out what the will of God is. The will of God is Jesus Christ. Mm. I mean, think about it. Looking at Jesus' life, that's the will of God. And notice that everybody was all tied up in all these little affairs and of life, and he was going like, you know, I've got, I, I cannot stay here in the city. I got to go to the next city because I got, I've come to seek and save that was lost. You know, this is the Father's business. And so often we have this, this mentality quite often where we want to nest, especially the, the American dream is a, is a nest that we plant our anchors down and we don't, we're not mobile at all. And we think that's a blessing when the reality is God may want to put us on a boat, on a plane. He may want us to go to our community, but the will of God, Jesus Christ is the will of God. Mm. So we can imitate his life. It's not wrong to imitate his life. And because he went to go be at the right hand of the Father, He said we can do greater things than he did because we're doing it with him. He's doing it through us as we abide with him. Now, one very important thing to think about, you know, is is becoming his disciple. You have to understand what he did to duplicate what he did and to to be moving his will. And we have that. It's Emmaus Road. You know, you can choose to go either route you want to go to. There's a couple routes we have available for you. And he says, you know, as, as Jesus was walking with his disciples in the resurrected body, they didn't even recognize him at first because he's been resurrected and they didn't have eyes that could see. And but he was talking to them. And as he was, Jesus was talking to them, their hearts were burning inside of them. It was just burning inside of them, you know. And and Jesus is going to keep on walking on this road to Emmaus, and he's going to see what they were going to do. And all of a sudden, they said, "Wait a minute! Why don't you come at our house tonight?" Jesus almost passed them by, right? And so he invites, the, they invite Jesus over and they start to sit down and eat. When they break the bread, then their eyes open up. There's something so powerful about eating together with fellow believers. It's very, very important. I want to encourage you, you not only about discipleship with Emmaus Road, but if you have not attended a Vine seminar, 
It's time for us to get back to that encounter with Jesus Christ. And there's something about a few believers spending time together, quality time together, that are disciples of Jesus Christ, that are abiding with God. And we have to go back and begin to search out the patterns, the roads that God gave us. And at a Vine seminar, you can find out more about that at vfntv.com, we actually talk about and explore those very things. And your whole paradigm shifts. I mean, it, just, it all shifts like, man, Religion made it so hard, but Jesus makes it so easy that even this man who gets in a car accident that is an Iranian Muslim finds Jesus, leads his family to Jesus, and they're all being baptized. It's just so powerful. I think about this too. I think about, you know, Bill Johnson with Bethel. Just a beautiful man. Bethel's a beautiful ministry and reaching the world and touching the world. But he talks about Jesus Christ is perfect theology. You want to think about the will of God and the theology of God? Jesus Christ, Bill Johnson talks about him, is perfect theology. You want to get your theology right? Find out if it lines up with God's life, lines up with Jesus' life. I mean, find out how he ate and who he spent time with and who he, who he had more problems with than, he, than others. He had less problems with prostitutes than he did with religious folks. It was the religious folks that were trying, the people that thought they knew something were trying to tell God, Emmanuel, God in the flesh, what's going on, but the prostitute was literally going to find something of value, which was an alabaster box, and went to the floor on her knees and busted that alabaster box and poured it all over him, and you know, and just, just, and just cried and was so grateful. You know, this, this is, this is, this is, this is, this is, this is what, this is the meat to eat that you, that most people don't know of. That's what fuels you. Not somebody for your building program, not somebody for your new this or you knew that. It's the authentic. How can you add to Jesus Christ? You can't add to him. Jesus Christ is perfect theology. We have a moment of time. You know, God has, has given us a period of grace and out of pure outright mercy in America. And we have a freedom that he's given us to be able to do what God's called us to do. It could shift overnight and we could be just like an Iranian citizen that can't even say the word Jesus. Mm-hmm. But if it, whatever it takes, you know, to be, for us to be able to say, you know, I'm gonna advance. And what happens is when, when the environment's like that and the community's like that and society's like that, you pay attention. But it's real difficult quite often for people to pay attention in the blessing. When everything's so good and you look in the pantry, you can choose between 10 things versus like you have one thing to eat. You know, all of a sudden you're all complicated. You don't know what's going on. I don't know if do I want anchovies on my pizza, do I want cheese on my pizza versus the fact of like, I got food, I'm alive. You know, God saved me. I'm gonna have eternal life with him. He forgave me my sins. I'm in right standing with God. You know, I, I'm not gonna be ashamed of him. If I'm ashamed of him, even before the Ayatollah, which is the head religious leader in Iran, that would behead you for saying my loyalties to Jesus Christ, not the prophet, but the son of God. He says, I knew Jesus. He says, I knew Jesus as a prophet in Islam, but I met him as the son of God, the way to God, and made Jesus Christ the Lord of his life. And maybe that's you. Maybe it's time for you to make that decision. Maybe it's time to think about, you know, I gotta quit judging everybody. You know, just because somebody's wearing a hijab, just because somebody is, is following a you know, a religion that's not Christianity doesn't mean you can't talk to them. Maybe they need to know about Jesus. Maybe they do need to know about Jesus. But, you know, how many people who profess to be a Christian, do you watch their life and like, they hadn't read the book. (laughs) They hadn't read the book. And a lot of people, you know, when you're born into 
you know, predominantly Muslim culture, they just say, if your parents were Muslim, then you're Muslim because you were actually born in the physical nature. And, uh, but Christianity is, when you are born in the physical nature, you still have to be born again. You gotta give your life to Jesus. And this is how you need to say, the moment I did this, this is what this Iranian Christian man said, he said, the moment I did this, he said, man, peace came all over, I felt good. That's what you know that you've been born again because your spirit bears witness with God's spirit that you are a son and a daughter of God. Now we shared our stories at meetmyfather.org. If you wanna meet Father God through his son, Jesus Christ, you can do that by going to meetmyfather.org and kind of read about our stories a little bit, how we shared, and you can find out how to meet him too. We'll see you after this break. Where we're keeping the conversation light. Follow us online at VFNTV.com. We'll be right back. Hey, Mike, can I talk to you? You bet, Logan. What's up? I want to tell you something that God just told me. Okay. Last night, my dad was roping this calf. And this calf had been born from a really old cow. She she didn't have really the greatest milk. She didn't have like the vitamin C and stuff. Okay. She broke her back. And this morning I went out and put her down myself. I was talking to God. I was asking God why she was special. And God said, you know, Logan, but my son was special, but he died for a purpose. <laughs> it's kind of the same thing. That calf was close to me, and God's son was close to him. Logan, you're, you're so right. It's true. Think you're going to be okay? Yeah, I'll be fine. But I just... I wanted to tell you guys that that is so important. Just remember, when you lose a loved one or a pet, always remember that God gave his son too, and he understands. He will always understand. He will always just run to him. Logan, you're wiser than you know, buddy. Oh, I just figured I'd better call and share with you guys. Love you. Love you too. Bye. Bye-bye. Welcome back to VFN TV with your host, Greg Lancaster. We're just, we're just... Wishing you a very Merry Christmas this Christmas season or 12 days of Christmas. And if you want that uh, music that you're hearing, we want to be able to make it available to you. You can find it at VFNTV.com on the front page. It's New Song's brand new Christmas album, the best Christmas ever. Well, think about this. Every day we get our food from our local grocery store. We want to wish a very Merry Christmas to those who stock those shelves, who ring those groceries up. And this is a tribute to you.
We just want to wish you a very, very Merry Christmas and just want to pray right now for you. Father God, we just love you. We thank you, Father God, that we do have a wonderful time to celebrate this year for the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. For unto us a son has been given, a child is born, and the government of God will be on your shoulders, Jesus. God, we just pray for each and every one, Lord, that you'd bless them this Christmas season, that they would remember you're the reason for the season, God. Lord, that as we move through this Christmas season, Father God, that you would speak to everyone, speak to their hearts, show them like you did the Christian man in Iran, Father God, that you love them, that you have a plan for their life. Let the meaning of Christmas just come alive, Lord, with this Christmas season, God. And God, we ask you, Lord, that you would end abortion in this land, send revival, send a third great awakening, we pray. In Jesus' name, God bless. We want to give a special thanks to all of our sponsors and partners. Visit VFNTV.com and visit our sponsors for all of their contact information, phone numbers, web addresses, emails. Call them today. I'm your host, Greg Lancaster, and we're so glad that you joined us. Don't forget you can join us 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Download our app and sign up for our newsletter, The Torch, at VFNTV.com. I've enjoyed our time together. God bless. We found another way how you can stay connected with VFN. It's the Torch newsletter. Every week, the Torch goes out into your email, whether it's on your phone, tablet, or home PC. The Torch newsletter is going to give you the best of the best of VFN radio for that week. It's also going to give you all the latest highlights. Of course, you can sign up by going to VFNTV.com and selecting Newsletter Sign Up, or you can text VFNTV at 22828 and type in your email address. Sign up for the Torch newsletter now.